0: You're listening to DraftKings Network.
1: You need another. I do.
2: Uh, another
0: episode of Oddball. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Welcome to Oddball. I'm Mino Hassan. Look who's in studio, guys. Hey!
1: And it's
2: Charlotte Wilder. Here I am. In the flesh. Yep. Got a great show for you today. I promise I'm not going to get ejected. Charlotte, Oh, I might.
0: I might. All who right. knows what I'm going to say to a ref who might happen to walk in here.
2: Might ask you to count words. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's get right into it. Yeah, like, let's Draymond Green. What's I, going on? What's going on? So, for those of you that haven't heard... Warriors were playing the Suns last night, and Draymond Green is, in his words, trying to sell a call. Yeah. Flails his arms wildly and punches Nurkic in the face. Yes. Gets ejected. After the game, Draymond Green says,
1: Uh, He was pulling my hip, and I was swinging away to sell the call. Made contact with him. Um, As you know, I'm not one to apologize for things I meant to do, but I do apologize to you, sir." Um, because I didn't intend to hit him. Uh, I sell calls with my arms. I don't fall or to sell a call. I don't I'm not a flopper. So I was just selling the call because he was grabbing me and pulling my hip back. So I spun away, and unfortunately I hit him. And so, like I said, I apologize to you, Seth. Um. Because I didn't intend to hit him.
0: And so here I have many questions yes. uh, for you. I mean, first of all, do we believe him? Do you think that's what's going on? Second of all, remember we had a lot of fun in the off season when they came up with the rules against flopping. Yep. Stem. The Stem rules. What yep. is it? System. Uh,
2: secondary. Secondary. Theatrical. theatrical exaggerated. Movement. Movement. Yeah.
0: And so Draymond's basically out there being like, "Yeah, I was flailing my arms yep. with the windmill." They specifically reference the, the windmill. The
2: airplane, pro, airplane propellers is yeah. what they call it. Yeah. yeah. It, it's so bizarre. Um It to me, Nurkic after the game said, "What's going on with him?" And I'm, I'm I feel the same way because I'm assuming he's going to get suspended. As of this recording, nothing has come down yet from the league, but. Assuming he does get suspended, mm-hmm. that means he'll have been suspended four times in the calendar year of 2023. That's crazy. It's, and it's an ins- like at some point, <laughs> it's like the it's like the line from the breakup. She doesn't have a problem; she's the problem. Like right. it, Raymond doesn't have a problem; he's the problem. Uh, and I'm someone who's really been apologetic and kind yeah, of yeah, look yeah. past a lot of things and and really credit him for a lot of their success. And and part of that success is him being on the edge, mm-hmm. but he's not on the edge at this point.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's gone over it. I think. Okay. <sighs> cause I, cause here's the thing. When, when somebody is sort of appears to be unraveling, obviously I haven't talked to Draymond. I don't know what's going on, but something is clearly going on just from these actions. And what, well, how many times was he suspended Before
2: 2023. Twice. And now we're... So you had the game in the finals. Yep. And then there was a team suspension from his argument with Kevin Durant. Right. And then, so that's like 2018, 2019, that one. And 2016 was the one in the finals. And
0: now all of a sudden it's 2023, calendar year four.
2: Right. And that's obviously coming off the heels of what happened at the end of 2022 where when he punched punched Jordan Poole, he didn't get suspended for that. But obviously that was a pretty big mile marker in the calendar right yeah. in in the in the timeline so i'm like i'm at a point where i i don't i wonder if this is kind of a culmination of a feeling of infallibility right that i can okay. do anything yeah and it's not that big of a deal because oftentimes people who have a problem mm-hmm. they're always in denial right like like if you have a no, First step to like a is admitting. Problem. Yeah, admitting that you have a problem. Yeah. Like, oh, it's not that big deal. Like yeah. I don't, you know, or like you know, hey man, you you smoke a lot. Ah, right, you know, I have I have one every once in a while. But right. if you're doing that, if you're constantly and he, I feel like every time he talks, even here, he apologizes. Use of Nurkic, but it's a lot of I'm selling McCall's calls and I, like so. It's like, dude, at some point you gotta be like, oh, man, I'm messing up.
0: Right. There's absolutely no accountability right. on his part. I also feel like when you say it's it's infallibility. I also feel like it's, it almost reminds me of like a kid purposely testing the limits of somebody who's like going up against something. I I don't think he's testing limits
2: anymore. I think he feels limitless. There is no limit. The limit limit does not exist. The limit
0: does not exist. Thank you. ah. Uh Mean girls. I've seen that movie.
2: (laughs) I've only seen that movie like once, I think.
0: Uh, But yeah, it's a good one.
2: Yes. That like, it's not someone say, I wonder if I can get away with this. It's, it's it's the kid whose parents are like drinking at four in the afternoon. Yeah, it just <laughs> right. you know don't be too late, and then they don't right. care. They come back at one in the morning, and the parent is. There have out been on the no
0: couch. boundaries, yeah. so why would he adhere to them now? And
2: and so I, like I don't I don't want to overreact, mm-hmm. but there is a part of this where it's like, do you get it? Are you are you familiar with the concept of like? Or are you saying, man, I don't know why everyone's. Making such a big right. deal of it. I'll give you a great example. It's a famous example from uh, when I worked for the Suns. Robin Lopez, mm-hmm. who used to have an awful temper, mm-hmm. and like awful temper, hated losing anything, lost a little like BS three-on-three game that we were, they were doing after practice, him and some of the other young guys, whatever, got angry because <laughs> Jaron Collins, was I'm, JC, I'll I'm, I'm put you out there. He's talking trash, and the last thing he said oh, no. as he hit the game winner was game blouses, right? From the uh, Prince yes. uh, Chappelle show skit. Robin gets angry, goes up the stairs, and sla- like as he's coming out, slams the door. The door shatters. Oh, boy. It's a glass door. It shatters. Yeah. By the way, it has one of those hyd- hydraulic things so that you can't slam the... it. So, like, the amount of force to be able to do that is- and is—and Robin— he got fined by the team, and they had a sit down, and I'll never forget this. And Robin, I love you. He said, "If the door was metal, we wouldn't even be talking about this right now."
0: <laughs> now so Draymond's like, "If so, you, if everybody in the league were metal, we right, wouldn't be like, talking about this right it's now."
2: It's like I, I don't, I can't hit someone like. But, but the point, the moral of the story is, Robin eventually realized. It wasn't on that day, but he eventually realized, man, I'm kind of out of control Mm -hmm. and was able to harness it and has had a a marvelous career, you know, so this is 18th year? It's crazy. Something like that, right? So um, clearly we're not talking about Draymond's career being over. I'm just saying there's a part of it that's like you have to recognize, dude, it is detrimental at this point.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Part of me wonders, do you think this is partly because he is coming... Closer to the end, like it—it's closer to being over than it ever has been before. I, I don't,
2: see, I, yeah, we were on levitard show earlier, and Dan, yeah, wondered that—is it—is it the feeling that maybe not as critical Like but closing like, in the, on you, the, the window closing yeah. of like us being successful in the IT team or whatever. I don't know. It's, I think it's just someone who's operated mm-hmm. with zero boundaries, and now yep. it's just—it's spilling over everywhere, and totally. and without there being something to. For him to say, oh, that's not good. Yeah, Not, I'm selling calls. Not, well, you know, the the kid said this. Not, uh, you know, oh, Rudy's a jerk and I've always... Like, not always there's a a justification. There's got to be a point where it's like... Dude, I'm letting my team down.
0: I want to know what the team's... Like, I feel like the team has had Draymond's back for the most part in a lot of this. And at a certain point, like behind closed doors. Yeah.
2: Well, Steve goes in front of closed doors and in front of open doors, whatever you want to call it. Quote, we need him. We need Draymond. He knows that. We've talked to him. He's got to find a way to keep his poise and be out there for his teammates. Yeah. So it's there.
0: Yeah. Well, he wasn't the only person who got ejected last night. Who else? Nikola Jokic. On Serbian night? On Serbian night in Chicago... Uh, he dobre,
2: dobre. <laughs> he
0: was ejected five minutes into the game because uh, he didn't like a non-call mm-hmm. that a ref made. Yeah. He said, "Call the foul, mother." Yes, and the ref was like, uh, "You know what mm-hmm. I will do is call a tech on you, yeah. and you're out."
2: I'll call a foul. I'll call a yeah. technical
0: foul. Oh, okay, <laughs> sure. So basically, Jokic started him to eject him. Um, afterwards, Jokic said, "It is what it is."
1: Yeah, and he said. I'm just happy that we didn't play in Serbia, this game. It's going to be really fun to see how it will be ended. You know, so it was interesting, you know, it is what it is. Some guys can say whatever.
2: So
0: that's, that's
1: a, that's a what? Veil threat. That is a veil threat, ladies and that's
2: gentlemen. That's
0: the scariest thing he's ever said.
2: Yeah, probably. Truly. I mean, look, what he's talking about, what this Serbian crowds are like, right? With the fire in the stands and like the flares.
0: I think about that at least once a day. I think about a Serbian basketball game, that clip, where yeah. the, and the, and they're like shaking the yeah. arena. I think about that. That plays in my head at least once a day. You know what?
2: I, I, one of my favorite things when it comes to like, it's mostly soccer hooliganism, but yeah. it's mainly like European sports fans. You know what they call those? The ultras. No. what That's the term. The <laughs> oh, ultras. God. And it's like, <laughs> you think you like your yeah. team? Well, get a load of these guys.
0: Yeah. If that happens in Serbia... That ref's got to enter the witness protection program. I mean, dude. He it, might have to now, actually, like in America. That ref in,
2: that, in that Turkish soccer game who got knocked out <sighs> and then that had was, a neck brace afterward, which I can't get enough of.
0: Makes the NFL look real soft.
2: Yeah. <laughs> CTE. I'll show you CTE. <laughs> All right, last story. Oh, I just oh, shut myself down. Yeah.
0: Are you kidding me?
2: I have a bullet down my pants now as I, I had this in the small of my bag. Little John Morant action, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Testifying for the first time. Do you time. even
0: have any Nerf pellets in Do here? I
2: have Nerf pellets, she asked. <laughs> yeah. Jesus
0: <laughs> There
2: it is. <laughs> Testifying for the first time in a lawsuit, roughly one week before he's supposed to r- return from his 25-game suspension. Yeah. He took the stand, and the clip that's going viral is him saying, demonstrating to the lawyer how he punched. Punching. No. Well, show me how to punch. You punched him. It's not right. No, you need to show me how to punch you. All right, Charlotte. Yeah. This is gonna sound dumb, uh-huh. but my absolute favorite thing about that clip is, he's like, "Do you want, you want me to show you?" And she's like, "Yes, I want you to show me like how you punch him." Yeah. And so the moment he like, he's just like the moment his fist goes up, you hear eight billion cameras. I was like, "Damn, they were waiting." I would have pump faked them. I'm like. Ah
0: uh, <laughs> He should have. I was shocked he Two
2: for flinching. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Jesus. I mean when he said that he punched him first in self-defense. Yeah. I guess I don't know, a part of me was sort of like, I get it. Like if he's saying the guy was coming at him and he's like, I'm gonna yeah. it's, it you can't really say that or or do that, but
2: yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where it's, like, like, you're, it's a 17 year old kid. Yeah. Right. And I get it. It's a big kid. The kid's a basketball player. So it's not like right. mere you. Oh, mere actually, 17. I
0: did forget that part yeah. until right now
2: that the, that the kid was 17. 17. But again, not like a regular 17 year right. old. Like So it is still
0: a, plausible. a child legally. Yes.
2: Yeah, yeah, so, <laughs> still a child, but also it's plausible that yeah. Ja truly feared for his safety like he acted in self-defense but you know like the other part of it is like yeah, they were you were at your house all your boys are there your yeah, you invited security, these people. your security is there so it's like again how much imminent threat was there really right. from a 17 year old you go either way um
0: so what happens now how does this affect him how does this affect his coming back does it at all it doesn't
2: it was just an excuse to, to bring out the nerf gun oh okay so, all right let's take a break when we come back The Wizards might be moving. (gasps) The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA.
0: With same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts and so much more. Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you've got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly.
2: So, here's what we're going to do. We're going to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and use code oddball. That's code O D D B A L L for new customers to get 150 smackaroos in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours.
0: Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Charlotte Wilder. Amina Hassan.
2: Um, this is one of those segments where you and I get to nerd out over something that's not necessarily headline news. Yes. But the Washington mm-hmm. Wizards announced that they're gonna be moving to a new facility at some point in Arlington, Virginia. which Yes,
0: so here, I,
2: give us some Washington DC. Yeah, I D. lived geography.
0: in Washington DC for a year,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and Arlington is basically like the bougie part of DC. Yeah. It's across the river in a different state. It's not in Maryland, but it's basically the same thing. So right. this would be like saying it's like Kansas City. It's like KC Mo, KCK, yeah. and I think that it's a little. I was sort of surprised because it feels, I'm like, well, first of all, the Leones' Monumental Sports owns right like, Capital One Arena, yes. which still feels sort of... It doesn't feel old in it's, DC. It
2: opened in nineteen ninety-seven, so that it's twenty-six years old, but it's not an outdated facility. I mean, I guess every facility at some point becomes outdated, but I'm what I'm trying to say is like it's not like the palestra, like that, you know, those yeah. you know, things where people are sitting on concrete and stuff. It, these it's a functional building. Right. And we've seen in recent years Madison Square Garden, which is a lot older, get renovated. Yep. We've seen uh Footprint Center in Phoenix, Mm -hmm. which was the old America West Arena, U.S. Airways Center, Talking Stick, et cetera, et cetera. It got renovated, and they're they're world-class facilities, I would say.
0: Yeah, as they say on home renovation shows, the bones are good.
2: The bones are good. So I'm staggered to hear that they'd be leaving, but especially so, the biggest reason why teams usually leave their building, leave the building and and build a new one, Mm -hmm. is because they don't own the building. They don't have, or they don't operate the building. So the Clippers building their facility down in Inglewood. It's because they are the third tenant right. in this building, and they've got zero, uh, like, there's, they've got very little leeway in terms of signage and things like that, and, and the fixed stuff, right? And in terms of picking dates, they get third priority behind the Kings and the Lakers, right? Yeah. So the fact that, like, we Monumental, you own the Capital One Arena. You operate you are the 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 main operator you can do whatever you want there why are you leaving
0: well especially because it says that they'll break their lease or that the the there's a lease. i'm like are you leasing it to yourselves and also that uh the new arena which would be 500 million in city funding again just stealing from taxpayers to build a sports arena would be a 40-year lease yeah So do they also, would would they own that and then lease it to themselves? Like, I I just, I have a lot of questions. And I also, my main question is if you're leaving this arena, right? who's going to rent that? It's not like an apartment building. Is it like for concerts, like a concert venue? Mega
2: church? I I don't know. Right. Like every city I go to is like Shen Yun's coming in I'm like, all right like so that
0: they the could way, just set up shop there
2: the well, the arena is in Chinatown, so oh yeah, I mean maybe I don't know I just I it's one of those things where, A lot of this, it's not making sense to me.
0: You know what I think it is? What is it? I think it's that their team sucks and they needed to do something that would make fans happy and they didn't feel like firing the coach. Yeah,
2: No, yeah. Hey, guys, you know what would be great? Instead of being able to get out of the metro and walk right over to the arena, we're going to put it across the river in Alexandria and make you have to commute and get stuck in traffic and all that stuff.
0: However, you will be able to buy a very nice polo shirt at a store nearby. (laughs) Pause
2: up, Charlotte. It's word count time. That's right. This is the game where we ask a question and we have to answer it in 10 words or less. And we represent the 10 words with the 10 fingers. With their digits. Yes, 10 digits. I Char- like
0: calling fingers digits. Do you? Yeah, because it's numbers.
2: <laughs> that makes you feel smart. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's numbers. All right. It's numbers. Charlotte. Yes. Question number one. Uh huh. Damn. <laughs> What struggling team has the best hope to not finish last in the league? Oh, no. And why? And your options are the two and twenty-one Detroit Pistons, the three and nineteen San Antonio Spurs, or the three and nineteen Washington Wizards. Washington, Washington's been under the radar bad, right? Because yeah. the other two have these franchise busting, losing streaks. Yeah. Like Washington's, Washington's right like right under.
0: We've always yeah. had the capability We're just to do this. Bad. <laughs> um okay, so there is no way of knowing. I don't know, like I, I put my knee jerk reaction was like, maybe the Wizards, because we've been talking about them losing a little bit less, but like, I think this is anyone's game. This is a pin the tail on the donkey situation. I,
2: <laughs> <laughs> They're all awful in their special way.
0: I know, so it dep- it's like, ooh, who, what special way do you think has a chance of being slightly less special than the other ones?
2: See, so like is, is Washington is, it, is like I don't trust your players, right? No, Detroit, I don't think you have good players. Yep, San Antonio, you got one. You got, well, and I, I also don't think your coach is trying I right now. I don't Right?
0: I think Pop's like, eh. I saw him. You know, I saw him mouth to Thibodeau
2: Who cares? at the end
0: of a Knicks game. <laughs> he, no, he mouthed. I was watching, and I, 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 he was like, Tibbs. You know, hugs him and Pop. Steps back from the hug and he says, it's going to take a while. Uh, I saw him uh, mouth that. And I was like,
2: oh, wow. Oh,
0: OK. So, uh, all right. I mean, ready? Uh-huh. Where is the best fit for Pascal Siakam and why?
2: Oh, Golden State. Whoa! because Draymond <laughs> is unreliable.
0: Wow.
2: <gasps> yeah. They should, that's the deal. They should, that's the deal that got away from them. They had an opportunity yep. a year ago, maybe a little bit more to go out and get Pascal Siakam and they didn't, they chose to reinvest in their young guys and mm-hmm. Jordan Poole being one of them. And that experiment now we know has failed miserably. Yeah. Wiseman was traded for pennies on the dollar. I forget about him yeah. to be honest. Well, I watch a lot of Detroit, so unfortunately I can't forget yeah. about him. But um, yeah, I, I think that's the guy that could have helped them extend this window as opposed to trying whatever they're trying to do with Chris Paul and, right. and all these other um, all, all the other young guys trying to step up and be something that they're probably not ready to be. I yeah. thought Siakam would have been the best fit for them back then. Now, is it too late? I don't know, but you got to shake shit up.
0: Okay, I love it.
2: All right, number two, Tuesday night's TNT crew: mm-hmm. uh, Grant Hill, Vince Carter, and Jamal Crawford. Yes, you're down by a point. Ooh. With five seconds to go on the clock, okay, who do you want with the ball, Charlotte?
0: So it's not a catch and shoot. Not a situation. catch and shoot. got enough
2: time to make to a play. To really, yeah. yeah, Grant Hill. There you go. All you need, but why? You need there's eight more oh, words.
0: Sorry, Grant Hill, because you always talk about his greatness. Um,
2: I like I, how you, this, you fit in the sorry there to start. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you know. Um. Yeah, because you always talk about how what an amazing player he is, and yeah. how we don't appreciate that enough, and and how he was able to come back and you know sacrifice for the team when he needed to. And I feel like someone. What
2: you want to hear something funny? Yeah. I've worked with all three of those guys. Yeah. In the like Grant Hill in Phoenix, uh-huh. Vince Carter in Phoenix, and Jamal Crawford when I was working for the Knicks. Hey. So I know like I know all three of those guys. I was gonna say yeah, I'm gonna pick my guy. I'm like wait a second, they're yeah, all yeah, they're my all guy. your
0: guys. <laughs> okay, well I picked the I picked your guy. For you, so you didn't have to. There you go. Okay, are you ready? Yes. Should the Lakers be shopping around D'Angelo Russell or not, and why?
2: Probably not, because they need shooting and he's good. Mm -hmm. Right? So I say probably not, because if you told me, hey, if we shop him, we can add two shooters or three shooters to the equation, then I'd be like, okay, yeah, I'm not... Stumping for D'Angelo Russell, uh, I, I think he's a good player. I think they could do better mm-hmm. or they, they need more than what he brings to the table. Yeah. But what he brings to the table right now to the Lakers, they don't have a whole lot of guys that also do that. Yeah. And so in that sense, they kind of need him, even if they might be pining for something better. So if you're going to shop him, it's got to be with the understanding that I'm getting an even better shooter back or a more reliable shooter or multiple shooters.
0: Right. Okay.
2: Charlotte, yep. number three, yep. what do we think of Scotty Barnes' fit? And here's a picture of him walking into the arena looking like a complete douchebag. Love Sorry, it. Really? Love
0: it. Ten out of ten. No notes. Because it looks like he's cosplaying Johnny Cash. But
2: love it. Love Sorry. it.
0: <laughs> oh, love it. Love it. Love it. Ten out of ten. Johnny Cash-esque. Okay. Which could be one word if you count the hyphen at the end of Cash-esque. Sure. Um, yeah, I just like when people wear weird stuff. I like when people wear something where you're like, what, especially in December, especially when it's like, what?
2: Like Tommy DeVito's agent. Yes.
0: <laughs> oh, anything, anything I can do to talk about Tommy DeVito's agent. No, I just, I feel like it's a little country Western inspired. There's some satin. Uh, he needed a guitar slung around his back and it would have completed the look. So nine out of 10 because there's no guitar.
2: Oh, wow. Docking points. Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, Amin. What can Duncan Robinson do, one of my large adult sons, to continue to make this the best season of his career?
2: Duncan Robinson, proud son of New England. Yeah. Just like Charlotte Wilder, proud daughter of New well, England. Charles oh, and Charles Wilder. Charles Wilder. Well. You have a mustache right there. Oh,
0: but it's on my phone.
2: Oh, okay.
0: I can't take it off.
2: So just keep doing it. Yeah. That's all, like, right now, he's back to feeling like I haven't seen this Duncan Robinson literally in four years. Yeah. Not since the year they went to the bubble and went to the finals. When he, before the bubble, and for much of the bubble up until, Little dipshit friend was like, you know LeBron James, and then all of his confidence leaked Aww. after that. That's whole, that was know, the whole thing. I know, that was that, mean. That was the turning point. Yeah. The turning point. Duncan Robinson was out here shooting, like fully realizing, yo, know, I belong in the NBA. I'm yeah. a rotation guy. I'm one of the best shooters in the game, perhaps ever. Right. And then LeBron said, What's up, Dunk? And he said, what's up, LeBron? And his stupid ass dipshit friend from New England. Yeah. Said, Whoa, all- oh, dude, you know, LeBron, you know, I can't believe it because it's you. You're just some dude from New Hampshire. And that's LeBron James. And you guys are on the same court at the same time. This is unbelievable. And he walked around with imposter syndrome for four goddamn years. Yep. But this year, the imposter is gone. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to do nothing else, man. I love you it. You keep doing it.
0: There is always one dipshit friend from oh. New England. It's always the New England guy who screws everything up because they sort of say the truth. <laughs>
2: it's going to do it for word count.
0: <laughs> Thanks for watching.
2: Thanks for watching Oddball. Gamble responsibly.
1: Mm.
2: You concur? Yeah, Yo, always. You, oh, you, you very reluctantly said mm-hmm. I said
0: mm-hmm.
2: It is the DraftKings Network, uh, yes, you know that, right? Yes, yes, okay, yes. Okay, getting you up to date I wasn't sure how to respond. It's only been about seven months of show that we've been doing.
1: <laughs>